It's three past three here on SENZ. It is Phoenix Nation. Ricardo Paul with you for the second ever show. We've got another set of uh, Oppo Enco W11 earbuds to give away as well a little bit later in the show. So if you want to get on board for that and uh, take part in the uh, Phoenix Fan Challenge with Oppo, uh, then you can just email me. It's ricardo.ball at senzradio.nz. If you want to have a crack at the Phoenix questions, we'll do that a little later. We gave the uh, first set away uh, to Dale last week. You got four out of five. You have to beat three out of five uh, to win. It's kind of how it works. Coming up on the show, uh, Callum Holmes is the new assistant coach of the Phoenix women's team. He's going to join us. We'd like to catch up with a member of the Oppo as well. In this case, it's an all-white in Storm Roo who is playing now with the Central Coast Mariners, his second stint there. Uh, but first up, we're going to talk to one of the new signings for the Wellington Phoenix. He's played in Germany, played in Korea, played in Poland. His name is Oscar Zwara. Oscar, how are you? Oh, hi. Uh, I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm good. Thanks for giving us some time today, mate. Uh, I've looked at your career record, and you've played in a lot of different places. So how does a man from Poland who's played a lot in Germany end up playing football in Wellington? How did that come about? Uh, I just got a phone call from, from the club, from Wellington Phoenix, and uh, and after that I had a conversation, a really good conversation with the head coach. And uh, yes, and after this conversation I saw that like, I, I had a feeling that uh, he's a great coach and uh, the club is also very professional. Uh, I also got information about the league. So, yeah, I think the coming here was was not so difficult, uh, not so difficult choice for me. Uh, I think uh, I think everything what I need to know was, was positive, uh, like the facility, the, uh, the club, how it's professional to the players and also the coaches, the coaching staff, the head coach, and also the players, they are good. So, yeah, it's why I decided to move here. Now, I mentioned that you played in Germany a lot and you played in Poland, of course, but you have also had some time in uh, Korea. Were you aware of the A-League? Did you know about the league before the phone call? Of course, uh, I had some friends playing here in Australia, in Australian League, uh, also in Wellington Phoenix, and... Uh, they were saying only positive things about about this place and about the whole league. So yeah, as I said before, uh, I only got that positive information uh, after my arrival here. Also, uh, everything happened what they said, and uh, I'm also very very happy here. And yes, and I'm looking forward. How are you settling in? Yeah, my wife already arrived, so I'm not alone. And uh, we finally found found a house and. Uh, yeah, I think that the place is amazing. Uh, but I think, like, anyway, when on when on the pitch is going well, uh, also like outside the outside the pitch, the life is getting better. So, in, uh, like, when you speak about me, then uh, if I'm gonna play well, uh, if we're gonna perform as a team good, then the life also is gonna be much much better because it's all about it. But uh, yes, the city is also very nice. The country is really nice and. Also traveling to Australia is like a, is it's of course is a is a long trip, but but coming to Sydney and to Melbourne and to see this also cities, uh, it's also like a is a nice thing. So yeah, I really appreciate that uh, what I have here, and I'm really happy also about it. 
Now, you did spend a lot of time in your youth in Germany. You were part of the Wolfsburg uh, Junior setup or Academy setup. Yeah. Growing yeah. up, as a, I mean, I know you're Polish, but I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that your football heroes were Polish. They might have been German or they might have been Brazilian. Who was, as a kid, who was your, your football hero? Um, uh, when I saw Zlatan Ibrahimovic when I was younger, uh, I, I really like him. I still really like him uh, because we are similar size. When I was younger, I was also tall striker, so it's why I always like to look up uh, on a bigger strikers. And uh, yeah, I like him a lot. I like a lot uh, Edin Dzeko. Also, he played in Salzburg, Wolfsburg. So I like these two guys really, really much. And uh, yeah, but anyway, I'm a big fan of, of Zlatan and always, uh, always when I could watch his games, I, I did it. And uh, for me, he's uh, the greatest. Have you also got lion's blood? <laughs> of course, but this is a, this is a Polish lion blood. <laughs> uh, it's why like uh, if you are Polish, uh, you get it. You get it automatically inside. I think Zlatan has also a Polish blood. <laughs> <laughs> and you got this. You got the same haircut now too. I notice. Uh, yes, but um, I think it wasn't because of him. Uh, it, I think when when I was younger, I think seventeen, eighteen, uh, I, I had a difficult time in Germany, and I said, uh, I said to myself, uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna make my hair longer, and after that. Uh, it started getting uh, better and yeah and well, so I just decided to, to never cut my hair again. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're like uh, the Samson of the A League. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. My hair is my strength. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great, Oscar. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. How did you find uh, the level, the level of the playing in the A League? I mean, like uh, when I arrived here and I saw. Even in the practice, uh, how the guys, uh, how my teammates are playing and and how they're moving, how the ball is moving. So I saw the quality. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was positive surprised, I must say. I didn't expect uh, at this level here. And I'm really happy because I think I'm going to get better also when, when football is like this. So I think that people can be proud of the, of the clubs, of the players, because uh, you have amazing players here. You have uh, coaches with, uh, yeah, with, with great knowledge. So, uh, so the level also, like maybe the the, the first game uh, wasn't so so good how I expected because also like uh, I think uh, both both of teams were a little bit nervous uh, because you know the first game of the season everybody tries to, to do it perfect. And and sometimes you know like being over motivated is not a good thing. So I had a feeling like both teams were over motivated. But uh, with the time, even with ten players, we started showing our skills as a team. And yeah, it was not bad. But about the league, uh, yes, I, I'm also like positive. Uh, I'm positive, surprised, and I think this is a good league for me also to develop as a player. It's a league that there's a lot of different styles, and because we have players from so many places and coaches from so many places. Yes. I mean, yes, exactly. yeah. your teammates that you have that, that play in similar positions, you know, Costa Barbarousas, David Ball, uh, Ben Wayne, all the striking options or the attacking options are all a little bit different, aren't they? They all offer something else. Uh, yes, yes. It, it was uh, it was the choice of the head coach uh, because it's why we had, we had this conversation. And uh, also I took a look uh, on the strikers and I saw 
uh, and I saw they are smaller than me. They are maybe uh, faster than me. Uh, but here is no striker taller than me and uh, and so strong like me. And it was also a decision of the of the head coach to to bring me here to make this this style of the game a little bit different. And uh, yes, if the coach thinks uh, he can use me. Uh, with with my quality, what I have, uh, then I'm really happy about it. But I also know we have uh, the other amazing strikers, and I think the the competition between us uh, it's good for everybody. Yeah, very much so, very much. So, looking forward to this weekend against the Central Coast Mariners. They didn't play last yeah. weekend because of the rain in Australia. How much do you know about the Mariners? Uh, I mean. Uh, we have we have tactical uh, tactical analyze now against this team, so I'm getting more information. Uh, I would say also it's true that uh, I don't know a lot about the other clubs. Of course, I know the names, but I think uh, after after games uh, or maybe after a few games uh, in this league, I will also watch the the games in TV um, to, to see how how the the players from the opponent team plays. But right now, I don't know. I don't know a lot. Everything what I get is the is the information from the from the coaches here. So yeah, it's all about that. Uh, but I think um, tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna speak more about about this team and and on Saturday. So anyway, we're gonna prepare well and then and then I'm gonna get more information about this team. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, it's, it sounds like it's uh, developing nicely with you and the players around and the coaching staff. I want to get some background on you, Oscar. So some quick questions, like from a penalty shootout type thing. Five quick questions. Are you are you okay to do that? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. What is the best ground, best stadium you've played at? Uh, Wellington Phoenix. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> what is your greatest memory in football so far as a player? Oh, the greatest memory. The, okay, okay. Uh, I think the greatest memory was was when I signed when I signed the professional contract with Fulham Wolfsburg, and then uh, and then I like with eighteen or seventeen years old, I did our first practice in the first team of of Fulham Wolfsburg. So. You know, like many stars there, and you as a young kid, uh, it was something special for me. You know, like uh, training with uh, De Bruyne and uh, Bernardo, Nardo, Luis Gustavo, Mario Gomez, and players like this was a uh, yeah, was something special. Also, I would say like playing in Eredivisie uh, against Ajax or Feyenoord Rotterdam was also uh, is also a good memory. But uh, I would say true that. Uh, for me, like I don't like to to, to speak about the, the past or like about memories like this because uh, I think uh, you know everything what's what's gonna happen in future is uh, is more important or is what, what's going on right now. Uh, but of course, I, I think the what, what I saw in football, uh, yeah, not not many people, not many footballers had this opportunity. So I also appreciate. I try to learn from that. But I think I had yeah. I think that the best memories are in front of me. No, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Hopefully, it means those memories, are the best memories to come yeah. with the Wellington Phoenix, eh? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, all right, a couple more questions for you, Oscar. If I got your Spotify account and had a look, what was the last song you played? <laughs> uh, I would say I would say 50 Cent. I'm a big fan of 50 Cent. So I would say uh, 50 Cent, I don't know, maybe... 
uh, window shopper. <laughs> uh, I grew up in Poland, and uh, I have a brother who, who is older than me, and he was like uh, he was a big fan of of American hip hop, American rap. So I was younger, and you know, uh, it's why if you're a younger brother, also you try to to do it what what the older brother do does. But I still like this music, this kind of music, and you know, there's also like a good uh, a good memory for me, and like. Yeah, I really like I really like uh, American rap, American hip hop, and these old artists. You know, like like right now, legends. So it's why I'm, I'm still uh, I try to be myself and hear what I like. If you have a weekend off, no training, no football, you can eat whatever you like. What do you? What's your meal? What What's your meal when you can eat whatever you like? Uh pizza, pizza. I take pizza. I take a big pizza. <laughs> big pizza. Love it. Love it. And Oscar, finally, <laughs> last question for you. Who is the most famous person you've met in your career? The most famous person? Uh, yeah, I would say Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne. Or, um, uh, it's really difficult to answer because uh, I don't care so much <laughs> who I meet. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's good, though. That's good. <laughs> uh, it's why it's why, uh, it's like if I see somebody, I'm going to... I'm gonna tell everybody like I meet this and this guy, and then I'm gonna have this memory. Uh, it's why it's not easy to to answer right now. But I would say I think Kevin De Bruyne is one of the the best footballers in uh, in in England. So I think he's really famous now. Uh, Vincent Company maybe also I had a possibility to meet him. Edgar David, also a legendary player when I played in Eredivisie. Uh, he was uh, my assistant coach. Uh, yeah, yeah, lots of. Big I would names. say, I would say this name. I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much for listening and answering my stupid questions. Go well and good luck <laughs> this weekend against Central Coast, eh? Yes, thank you very much. This is SENZ. It is Phoenix Nation with Oppo Ricardo Ball with you, and joining me is Callum Holmes, the uh, new assistant coach of the Wellington Phoenix Women's Team. G'day, Callum. How are you doing? Yeah, very well. Thank you, sir. Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Good. Uh, an interesting story, yours. I mean, it's great to have you back wearing Phoenix colours. Of course, you have been a youth coach with the Phoenix in the past, but you got an opportunity to go to England and work with uh, one of the biggest clubs in the northeast in Sunderland. How was that experience for you? Yeah, I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I I was told before I went over how big of a club it was and what what the region was like. But um, to be there, and I was. I was at the club during the the promotion winning season back to the championship um, and being at Wembley and it's a different kind of passion. Um, it's a football city. It, it's all anybody really talks about. So it was, it was really nice to be part of the club during that time. When did you go up? How long were you there for? So I was there for just under 18 months, 16, 17 months. Um, so June, June, 2020, it was that we moved over um, and I spent, just over a season and a half, half with them. So you had seen Sunderland until I die before you went, and you still went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, <laughs> I had. Um, I, I actually rewatched it before I went over, um, just just to remind myself. And then it was quite funny going around the the city and and actually seeing actually this does actually happen, and this is actually what it's like. Um, we did live a little bit outside of Sunderland, which was nice. Um, but yeah, it is exactly the same as you see.
Yeah, oh, it's interesting. Mate. Did you get to use the sauna, or is that just solely for the CEO? Um, the sauna when I was there was not in operation. Ah, okay, all right. <laughs> uh, what what, are, what was it that enticed you to come back to New Zealand? Because it sounds like the opportunity you had there was a very good one. So, what brought you back here? I think the the opportunity to be part of the Wellington Phoenix again. Um, I'm although I was born in England, I grew up in Wellington. So I'm a Wellington boy. I, I've always watched the Wellington Phoenix. So to be back involved in the club um, was, was a key one. Also the opportunity to be involved in, the, in a professional setting um, with, a, with a first team was key. And then um, it was too good an opportunity really to turn down when, when I spoke to Natalie about it. Um, we had a lot of good conversations around what it would look like, what my role would look like. And it sort of, it suited nicely. So um, Natalie and I know each other pretty well um we've worked together in the past um so it just sounded like, like too good of an opportunity to send down right now yeah interesting i mean at sunderland what was your role at sunderland and how does it differ from what you're going to be doing here yeah so i was coaching in the academy at sunderland so i was across sort of under 13 14 and 15s um so obviously it's a lot more development focus when you're with the youth age groups which is very similar to what i did when i was in the academy at the phoenix so obviously when you're go into a first team professional environment it's more about results um, there's a little bit more pressure on, on results and, and things um, but saying that I think my youth coaching background will really help because it's still a very very young team mm. although we have signed a couple of senior international football firms it's still a young team they're still developing they're still trying to get better so I think my youth coaching will sort of help that and supplement that a little bit it's interesting because uh, you know one of the things that gets talked about a lot, uh, and it's something that over the last couple of years across all sports has been talked about, is men coaching women, mm-hmm. um, and how you you maybe have to think about uh, the coaching process slightly differently. How do how, how have you sort of uh, tackled that, if you like? Yeah, it is it is different. Um, I find female players are a lot more inquisitive around um, doing things, um, which is better for me as a coach because it makes me go into more detail. Um, they want to know why you're asking them to do certain things. Um, whereas sometimes in the men's game or particularly in, in the youth youth game, you ask a, a young male sometimes to do something and they, they'll just go and do it without really questioning why. So in terms of that, it, it makes me a better coach, I believe. Um, we're sort of three or four days in now and I've absolutely loved being out with the players. Um, and it's been challenging and rewarding at the same time only in the first few days. So it's been great. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, I mean, the, the season's a little way away yet from starting, I think, uh, what, mid-November um, before we kick off in anger. So what's the plan between now and then? Yeah, so this week we've had the players in um, trickling in throughout the week. So we've been running little group sessions. Um, we kick off officially on Saturday with a, a nice tour of this amazing facility we've got to use now, um, NZCIS. And then training starts properly pre-season Sunday um, and we're into our proper schedule there um, for, for four, just over four weeks of pre-season before the first game on the 20th of November. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's funny because, you know, in the A-League men's competition, one of the things that gets talked about is that pre-season's too long. It's about mm. three months. Um, four mm. weeks doesn't quite seem long enough. Uh, does that give you enough time? I think so. Um, I, I mean, you ask any football coach around the world, they say, have you got enough time? They'll say no. Um, <laughs> But I think that the good thing is a lot of the players know each other. Obviously, we're bringing in a couple of players that weren't here last year. Um, but a lot of players know each other. They've played together. 
through New Zealand football. There's consistency in the staff as well. Um, so obviously Natalie was involved. Um, the the backroom staff that will be involved are, are consistent. So it's it won't take too much in terms of gelling as a team. It's just making sure that we're we're all on the same page on the pitch come 20th of November, which I'm sure we will be. Now, Callum, you said you were born in England but grew up in, in Wellington. Where in England were you born and who's your team? <laughs> it's funny this. So Natalie and I sit opposite each other in the office and she supports a team from one side of Birmingham, Aston Villa. And I was born in Birmingham to support the blue team from Birmingham, Birmingham City. So we have a bit of banter. Oh, nice, nice. So, you, you, so you're not a full dyed in the wool Mackham then? Uh, no, no. I did very much enjoy my time with the Mackhams, but um, yeah, still, still blue and white. What about your time in the game as a player? Did, what level did you play to? So I played here in, in the Central League in Wellington. Um, I knew from a, a pretty early age that I didn't quite have what it, what it took. Um, I was probably more of a thinker than a, than a player. Um, I understood the game, but couldn't quite transfer that to my feet quick enough. Um, so from a very, from 16, 17, I got into coaching. Um, so I sort of real, recognized that and um, yeah, sort of coaching has been my calling. And there's times now where I actually think, and now I enjoy coaching more than I did playing. You've got a second season where you've got a, a core of players that have played a lot together. As you said, they're young. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got a few experienced heads in around them. What's the goal this season? What's the conversations you've had with Natalie about what you want to achieve this season? Uh, if I'm being completely honest, we haven't set any targets or anything like that. It's just about progression. Can we can we progress from the, from the good work they did last year? Um, the players have now got a taste of it. They've had a season. Um, but then again, this year is going to be very different because we're based in Wellington. So last year they were on top of each other all the time. They were together all the time. And obviously that brought its, its great things, but also its challenges. So um, as long as we make progressions forward, not, not only as the team, but sort of around the women's game and around the club, and um, hopefully we can get some fans in the stadium, get a bit of awareness in Wellington of, of this women's team. Um, I think that will be success for us. Good stuff, Callum. Listen, thanks very much for giving us uh, some of your time, mate. Uh, great to get to know you a little bit better and uh, best of luck for your preseason. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. This is SENZ. It is Phoenix Nation with Oppo, and it is time to check out the Oppo. And uh, the Oppo this time is the Central Coast Mariners and one of our very own in terms of an all-white Storm Rue. G'day, Storm. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too badly, mate. Not too badly. A bit of a, uh, a weird start to the season for you guys, having a having a uh, call off the first game against Newcastle due to the weather. How, how's that been? Yeah, a bit frustrating, you know. You do pre-season for three months and looking forward to round one and it gets called off. It's never good, but um, yeah, no, nah, looking forward to this weekend against Phoenix and get the season underway. Just how bad was the weather? How bad was the pitch? Oh, terrible. Yeah, worst I've seen it. Usually, you know, this pitch at Central Coast is really good at um, draining, but it was just crazy. The amount of weather that was coming through was like it was like a swimming pool on the pitch. So, um, yeah, real, really no chance at all to play. The, um, the of course, it always would be good to start the season with a with a derby as well, eh? Newcastle. How, just how fiery is that? Is that derby? Yeah, it gets pretty feisty, to be honest. I mean, obviously, we don't like each other um, from up the road and all that. So. It's, it's probably one of the better, better rivalries in the league, in my opinion. You know, a lot of history there. So, um, yeah, it does get pretty fiery, um, especially when it's round one. You know, you want to have a good start the season. And, and against your against your enemies, it's, it makes it that much more important, you know. 
Now, you guys at the end of last season had a couple of games against the Knicks where you won 4 0 and 5 0. So 9 0 on aggregate over two games. Uh, why do you think you had the wood on the on the Phoenix um, so much, given that they were a team that, you know, did make the playoffs? Yeah, it's a weird one. I think every season there's, you know, a team that, that you always, uh, for some reason, end up playing good against. And, and throughout the season, it changes. But I think it was just Phoenix last season. I mean, like you said, they're a good side, a playoff side, but for some reason, we I guess we just had the edge over them. I don't know if it was psychological or maybe our, our tactics were a bit, uh, a bit better against them. Um, I have to keep that one a secret, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean, they're a good side. I mean, there's no real reason why we why we played good, and maybe it was just our day those, those games. Yeah, what about um the change at the uh, Central Coast? You know, for a long time, Central Coast was a team that was um. I don't want to say they're to make up the numbers, but they certainly weren't, weren't, weren't being competitive at the top end. But that sort of changed in the last season, a season and a half. How much of a dip of that is down to Nick Montgomery being the boss? I mean, yeah, I, I, I'd say most of it. I mean, it's, it's no surprise that he's come in and, and changed it all and then turned it around. So, I mean, obviously, obviously it was important for him to come in and sort of change the way the club was viewed. Like you said, it'd been probably four or five seasons, maybe a bit longer, where uh, we weren't performing and we weren't doing great. Um, and it just wasn't good enough, you know. But uh, Monty's come through the you know, the youth development side, brought a lot of young players in um, that have, you know, turned out to be first-team players and even moved on to better things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, all the credit would go to him. Obviously, um, obviously, it shows as soon as he's come in, we've, um, you know, we've been, been more competitive and started making the finals and, and all that sort of stuff. So... Hopefully we we continue this season and and throughout the future. Is he a tactician? Is he a man motivator? You know what makes him so special? What do you, what do you think he's been able to achieve? What he's achieved that other coaches haven't been able to do? I think a bit of both. You know, obviously I when I first came to the club, Monty was one of the older boys, so he was actually a teammate of mine. Um, I think it really does help that you know he was at the club. He knows what the club's about. He knows the values that that we have. Um, so I think it was just a natural role for him to progress into was, to, you know, to become the head coach after after playing at the club. Um, like I said, you know, he understands what the club's about. He understands the young boys. He he came through and, and coached a lot of them. So I think he's got that, you know, that personal side to it as well, which which really helps out. Now you mentioned old boys. There's another old boy who's felt like he played it. Um, he's been playing forever, but he's just finally called it a day in Matt Simon. How big, how big a um, sort of influence in the dressing room has he been the last couple of seasons? Oh, huge. Yeah. He's, 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 we call him uncle, uncle Simo. He's sort of, um, he's everyone's sort of dad and, and helps out whenever we need him. You know, he's the club captain. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, unfortunate for him, you know, his, his neck injury sort of couldn't get over it. Um, and he had to he had to call it quits, but he's still around the club. He's still helping out the boys. He's still got training every day. So um, although he won't be, you know, suiting up on game day, he's still a big part of the team. It feels like him and, and uh, Nick uh, Montgomery are uh, a similar sort of blokes. And, they, you know, they, the way they conducted themselves on the field, at least, they're the kind of guys that, as an opposition fan, you really didn't like because uh, they were just so niggly. But what are they, what are they, what are they like uh, to have as teammates? Oh, the best, yeah. I mean, uh, I think Simo's got that white line fever where on the pitch, 
everyone hates him you know he's sort of like the the villain but off the pitch he's the you know the nicest guy you'll ever meet he'll do anything for you yeah there's not a bad bone in his body and you know Monty was a bit like that as well Monty um obviously played a, a lot of years over in England where it's rough and if you if you're not you know up to, up to standard it's pretty cutthroat so um you know they both sort of come from the old school style of football where there's no friends on the pitch but um off the pitch just normal blokes. Yeah, nice. Now, what about you, Storm? I mean, you know, you've been a right back forever. You've played as a as a wing back as well. You played a traditional right back. You're 29 now. Do you do you see yourself staying that in that that sort of position, or do you think, given you've got a little bit of height on your side, you could move in slightly, end up playing what right sided centre back or something like that? Um, yeah, I mean, I have I have played there a handful of times. Um, I played there a couple of times at Victory. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, with with age and with with a lot of games on your belt comes experience, and you know sometimes when the legs sort sort of sort of go when you get a bit older, you maybe lose lose a bit of speed. I think it's you know a natural progression, but at the moment, you know, I'm 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 a right back, but I'll play anywhere I'm needed to play. Um, I got no issues at um, playing any position. I'll play keeper if you need me. So um, there's no there's no issue there. I mean, wherever I'm needed. That's where I'll go. Yeah, fair, mate, fair. Well, what did you make of the Phoenix's first game of the season against Adelaide? Yeah, it was a tough one. I mean, sort of watching it, you know what Phoenix is about. They're going to fight for everything. They're going to, um, they're going to, uh, you know, they're always going to be in the battle. And I think, you know, it was a bit, bit not harsh, but, you know, that red card sort of um, went against them. I think it was a slip, you know. It was, it was, you know, it's just unfortunate what happened. But, um, yeah, it was always going to be hard from there. In terms of when you come up against the Knicks, um, and like you're going to do this weekend, um, who are the blokes that you look out for um, from the for the fans? Do you think, right? I really need to be on my game against this guy. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, I've played with a couple of them uh, with the New Zealand team. I think Clayton Lewis is a big, big, uh, big problem in the middle there. He's very talented. Um, you know, Payne as well, good friend of mine. He's solid at the back. Um, um, and they've recruited well as well. You know, they've brought in a few foreign boys that are dangerous. And um, like you said before, Phoenix are a great side. They've got a, you can't really just single out one player. There's a there's a whole lot of good players that you need to look out for. And that's what we're um, working on the on the training pitch this week to sort of try and nullify those uh, those uh, key players. Do you think they have a slight advantage going into this weekend, given that they have a a, a game under their belts, competition game under their belts? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. We've, you know, at the Mariners here, we've been lucky and, and, and blessed to have a lot of preseason games against early competition, um, which, you know, we don't take those preseason games like a preseason game. We act like it's a it's a cup final every time we go out and play. So, I mean, you could look at it like that, but um, I, I think I think we're we're more than ready. We've had a long, long preseason. That's what, you know, whether you like it or not in the A-League, this preseason goes for nearly as long as the season. So um, I think every team will be ready and, and we definitely are. All right, mate. Um, now, Storm, before I let you go, uh, quickly just run through a couple of quick questions with you. Uh, what's the best away ground you've played at in the A-League? Um, I, I like Combank, the, the new one at, uh, at Western Sydney. I really like that one. It's a nice little, you know, stadium. Um, looking forward to the new Allian Stadium. Um, that'll be a, that looks really good. Um, and I enjoy Westpac, you know, I enjoy going back to New Zealand and and um, playing there in Wellington. It's always a nice surface and always a good atmosphere. So um, that'll probably be my top three. 
All right. What what about in terms of crowds to play against? Uh, we'll play in front of. You know, which which is a crowd that's the worst for giving the opposition stick? Do you think? Um, I think naturally, being a Mariners player, you got a Newcastle. You always cop it, especially um, if you're on that away side as a right back in front of their their supporters. You you hear a lot of it. Um, Adelaide's another stadium where you know the crowds right on you, so you can hear everything. Um, Westpac's a bit better because you know you're a bit far away from the crowd, and maybe I get away a bit more because I'm a Kiwi and I play for the Whites. So I don't really cop it too bad there, but um, I'd probably say. Adelaide or, or Jets away are, are cop cop a fair bit. All right, mate. Um, on on the on the Mariners, I I wonder if we've already talked about two of the options for this, but um, I know you've been at Perth and then Mariners, then Victory, and then back to Mariners again. But we're talking Mariners, so let's stick with that. Who's the all-time Mariners great? Do you think? Oh, it would have to be Simmer. I, I think it would have to be Matt Simon. Um, just everything he's done for the club, the length that he's been at the club, uh, you know, the important goals he's scored. Um, I'd say him, um, you know, you got John Hutchinson as well, who's a great club captain. You know, he was the captain when I came to the club. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't go past him. I, I can't go, especially with him retiring and all that now, and he's still he's still around the team, so he might get angry if I say anyone else. So <laughs> I'll say that next time. And the, the go to gospel. <laughs> the code of gospel. Now, uh, obviously, famously at the, at your ground, there's big sauce bottles at at, at the end there yeah. that we see every every game. Uh, what's your go to? Are you a barbecue man or are you a tomato man? Oh, I'm a big barbecue man. Barbecue on everything for me. Barbecue um, on everything. Everything, mate. Don't mind the tomato, but uh, no nah, barbecue number one. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we ask the tough questions here, mate. So oh, uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, uh, Stormer, I don't know the answer to this question, so you'll have to let me know. What, what's what's your nickname at, at the Mariners? Oh, it's just it's just boring old Stormy, I guess. Just add, you know, the Aussies just add a Y onto everything, and that's your nickname. Um, I, I caught Ruzy a bit, but we just signed Michael Ruse, and everyone's calling him Ruzy. So there's a bit of a rivalry going on to see who's the real Ruzy in the team. Um, so yeah, I'll. Just, just stormy, just good old stormy. Nothing, nothing too fancy. I think my name's already, um, already unique enough, so don't have to add too much onto it. Nah, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Hey, Storm, thanks very much for your time today, mate. Really appreciate it. Uh, safe travels over to Wellington for the game this weekend, and uh, I would wish you luck, but I wouldn't mean it. <laughs> no, that's fair enough, mate. Thank you very much. It's 11 away from four here on Phoenix Nation with Oppo, and it is time for the Phoenix Fan Challenge with Oppo, and uh, Bev McCabe is with us. G'day, Bev. How are you? Good, thanks. Yeah, nice to be here. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for coming on. How how long have you been uh, going to the Knicks? Uh, since uh, the first, very first game against Melbourne Victory 2007. Ah, right. So, long, long-time fan. Yeah, well, Costa Barbarisis was in the squad then, so I hope he doesn't retire because that's going to make me feel really old. <laughs> I know that feeling, mate. I know that feeling. Okay, you, do you back your uh, your Phoenix knowledge? Uh, we'll see how we go. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Well, there's a, a pair of Enco uh, W11 earbuds from Oppo. Uh, if you can get three, be, better than three out of five, or three out of five or better. All right, so here we go. Starting with this one. Oscar Zawada, the new Phoenix striker, played for which Bundesliga club? Advantage Phoenix. Advantage me, mate. Unfortunately, no. He played for Wolfsburg. 
He came through the, the youth ranks there at Wolfsburg. Uh, question two for you. Callum Holmes, the new assistant coach for the Phoenix women, has arrived from which English club? No idea, sorry. Uh, Stoke. Saved by Rennie. Advantage Phoenix. You're, I mean, the, the red and white stripes, mate. Red and white stripes are not too far off. Uh, but that's all right. Well, You've you got, you got to be perfect from here, okay? Yeah. All right. Okay. These are really hard questions. <laughs> For, uh, both those questions, you'd know the answer to if you'd listen to the rest of the show. Just quietly. Just saying. Just saying, Bev. All right. Uh, question three. <laughs> Former Phoenix strikeout Paul Eiffel lost an FA Cup final against Manchester United. Who was he playing for and what was the score? Uh, I think he was playing for Millwall. Um, was it was it 2-1? <sighs> oh. Saved. You were half right. It was Millwall, but it was 3-0. Do you want to keep going, see if you can get, it, uh, you, you can, you can get a score on the board? Sure. All right, mate. Uh, who did Andrew Durante win the A-League with before joining the Phoenix? Newcastle Jets. Long run up and puts it in the net. He's on the board. All uh, White Storm Roo is in the Central Coast Mariners squad to face the Phoenix this weekend. Which other two A-League clubs has he played for? Melbourne Victory, Perth Glory. Long run up and puts it in the net. Maybe I should have started with those two questions. Would you have felt a bit better about things then, Biff? <laughs> yeah. Unlucky, mate, unlucky. Yeah. You never know they go later on in the season. Uh, what, what do you reckon about this weekend against Central Coast? Though they've, they gave us a touch-up the last two times we played them. Yeah, a bit nervous, but quietly confident. I mean, yeah, hopefully if we can hold the ball a bit better than we did last week, we should be right. Yeah, and, and what have you made of the new signings? I was, to be honest, I was a little bit surprised that... Um, Ufuk took Zawada off when he did. I thought he was the Adelaide players were probably quite happy to see the back of him. Well, yeah, but I'm always glad to see Ben Wayne come on. <laughs> that was pretty exciting. Yeah, the Wayne um, train. But yeah, I'm surpri- surprised we didn't have another defensive signing, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one, eh? Um, and Sass, you reckon they're going to get that reduced from three games to one? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know, natural justice or... It, it, most people think that ought to be, but... Who can tell how the Aussie panels are going to behave? Yeah, I know. I saw um, somebody from the uh, Yellow Fever put together three clips of three separate incidents where guys were given a red card and three-match ban, and all three were reduced after appeal, and all of them looked far worse than the SARS tackle, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Mm. All right, mate. Have you, have you got a prediction for the weekend? Uh, 2-1 victory. 2-1 victory for the Wellington Phoenix over Central Phoenix. Coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, yeah. it's difficult when you've got a team called Victory in your league because you say 2-1 victory and everybody thinks you're back in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bev, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on and playing. Unfortunately, we can't hook you up with uh, those Oppo earbuds, but uh, hopefully we can get you on again later on in the season and you have another crack, eh? No worries. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bev McCabe there uh, from the Wellington Phoenix fan club. Uh, we'll be back with what's coming up this weekend for the Knicks. Coming up 4 o'clock here on Phoenix Nation with Oppo and uh, we don't have the Phoenix women team in action officially until mid-November when their season starts but there are two Phoenix teams in action this weekend. We've got the Phoenix Reserves take on Melville United at midday at Sky Stadium in Wellington. That game is going to be on Sky as well. That'll be the National League game of the week on Sky. And then uh, that is followed, of course, by the Phoenix up against the Central Coast Mariners. Kicks off 3 o'clock Sunday. The Phoenix are favourites. $2.30 at the tab. 2 70 on the Mariners. 3 50 
on the draw. Get amongst uh, this has been Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Oppo. We'll be back again next Thursday from 3 o'clock right here on SCNZ.